It's episode number 29 of the Guns and Radio podcast. As always, I'm Chris Caputo. And I'm Dustin Bones. Welcome to your bonus show. You know what? Let's go ahead and just turn that music right on off because we're not going to fade out into commercial this time like we normally do. So, you guys, we asked you to vote. Caputo, do you remember doing this? Oh yeah, I, I'm the one who posted this poll on Twitter, I believe, <laughs> if I recall correctly. <laughs> Hang on, let me hit the get your shit together button. Get your shit together! Right. Now, now, you guys voted, you did what we asked you to do, and you chose Mystery Guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for us to introduce the Mystery Guest. Why don't you do the honors, Mr. Caputo? If you're a hardcore GNR fan, you'll definitely know this name. Please welcome Mr. Rick Dunsford. What's up, Rick? Did we lose him? Oh, I did. Oh. Holy shit. Is he here? <laughs> hey, guys. So. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh phew. Oh, what's up, guys? Oh, not much, man. How, how you been lately? We haven't heard from you in, in, in a little while. Well, I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, just gearing up for the next tour. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, li- living... Uh, being a dad and just going to work, you know, just, you know, the normal life right now. I feel you. I feel, are you excited about the upcoming 2020 tour? Absolutely not. Oh. And that's the fir- <laughs> and that's the first time as a fan I've ever said that. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm not too excited for it. And I'm just trying, I'm really debating on if I really want to spend that much money to go see it just to be kicked out possibly. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm on the fence. I don't know. Uh, right now, it's a yes, but I don't know. I really want to see a release or something. Man, let you me have ask to justify you. spending it. I, I got you. Let me ask you about that. When you got kicked out, what did they give you your money back? Like, did, were you able to get a refund on that ticket? What? What exactly? How? How were they able to justify that? Um. Well, when I initially asked for the refund, uh, Geo told me to count my losses and to get out of here. And uh, <laughs> I called the venue because uh, when I purchased tickets, it was actually through the venue itself. So they said that Guns N' Roses has a strict policy on no uh, refunds. And huh. I told them that – Yeah, go ahead. No, I just said hi. Yeah, so, that, so pretty much it's – right. you know, when they told me that – I explained to them that I bought a ticket and I'm not allowed to come into the show by Guns N' Roses. So what's going to happen with this refund? How's this going to happen? They gave me a number to a VIP lounge, which is someone, I assume it's someone with Team Brazil that was running the show. Uh-huh. But uh, after, you know, after the video went online and uh, me and Fernando were fighting back and forth through uh, emails, uh, I finally was able to get a refund processed. Just for the ticket, uh, you know. But I was still out. Uh, I took off work for it, and then I uh, yeah. also had to pay for my flight. So, so after some people were looking, then and they had a little more eyes going on the situation, they couldn't get away with some of the shit they were getting away with. Pretty much, yeah. They, yeah, pretty, yeah. 
pretty much it right there. And I, and in the video, whenever he's actually speaking to me, they had a. Well, I'll tell you this. In one of the emails that uh, that I got, I was they uh, from GNR's camp. They told me that uh, they have a witness that says that I uh, that I that I instructed my friend to videotape uh, them talking to me, so that it, you know. And I told him, well, I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, I did instruct someone to videotape me whenever uh, Gio wanted me to come over there. You know, well, so, right? Uh, that big son of a bitch. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> so whenever he was telling me that there was actually only a one person who saw that happen that uh there was only one person who uh who heard me uh tell my friend to record that so and he's just one of those guys that, that rides the rail every night at most of the shows you know yeah and uh so you know uh, people were criticizing me for getting vip and having my name on some list that they can find me easily you know regardless or not they were going to find me at that show because there was when I got in line there was already people turning my name turning my name into them already instantly. Right. So uh do uh do we want to talk about uh the follow up shows or anything like that or do we just want to leave that alone? Uh the follow up shows? Yeah. Hang on I'm gonna, about, like- I'm gonna pause. Okay, recording. Okay. okay, recording again. Uh, yeah. Okay, fuck that. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, let's just say follow Rick on Twitter, everybody, for uh, some more adventures and photos. Yeah, there'll of... be a more adventures definitely coming uh, with this uh, with this North America tour. I mean, there's I would say there's three possible dates I'm looking at that uh, I want to go to. And if they release uh, if they release something new, I will be there in a heartbeat at all three of them. If not, I have to seriously consider that last that one show I will go to. Yeah, I, I'm about in the same camp at this point. Like ever since ever since the reunion, it just feels like I've watched, I've seen it, like I've seen this show. You know, yeah, we, it was a uh, it wasn't like back in uh like 2000, 2011 and two thousand twelve were my favorite years of seeing this band. <laughs> And, uh, Mine and a too. lot of people hate. Yeah, a lot of people hate it too because it wasn't Slash. But I actually, I actually preferred what Guns was doing back then to oppose what they're doing now with uh, with the same shit. But um, yeah, like I remember back at the uh, 2012 uh, residency that uh, you remember um, I met Izzy earlier in the day. Then later on. Did you meet him as he was walking to the state, walking for a sound yeah. check or something? Yeah, while we were uh, while we were eating at the Pink Taco, I've actually told that story on here before. I'll reiterate. I'll just kind of give you the bullet points. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he got lost and he couldn't find sound check, and I had to show him where sound check was. That's right. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just thinking about that uh, earlier today, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we had such a good time going to shows. Rick and I have been to. Shit, I don't even know how many, at least eight or nine together. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta, Nashville, Chicago, uh, Vegas, Kansas City. I don't know. I think it might have been more, man. Kansas City a couple of times. There were, there's four shows in Vegas. I can, I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe more. I don't know. I'd have to really 
really dig deep and think about it. I can, I, off the top of my head, I can think of four times in Vegas, twice in Kansas City, and twice in Atlanta. And so then we do a Nashville and uh, Chicago too. Right. Yes, and uh, Texas, San Antonio. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. We, this, me and this guy used to go all over the place together, and. Uh, Let's uh we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Is there any anything else that you uh you want to talk about about the stuff that people are expecting to hear from this podcast when it comes to the banning and the leaks and everything like that? Is there any further new updates on that? Uh I will say one thing about the situation right here. Um there's been one person in that's been following this whole story harder than others. And um uh, it's the one who's uh, gained the most out of, more than anyone out of this and that's uh mr robert in virginia now i want to say uh robert i know you will be listening and uh, you know and uh, i hope you got the irs tip submitted about the tax invasion and uh fuck oh. you very much <laughs> he's actually put out his own podcast i don't know if it's still up or not uh that website has uh been taken down it became something about some kind of bed bugs or some shit <laughs> some other fucking scam bullshit <laughs> and then uh it went away uh but uh you know when you put your name out there as a host of a podcast then you know it's a top rated podcast is what the description said i believe it was a, <laughs> it was a uh, top rated podcast and, that's uh, like how we call this an award-winning podcast which soon yeah, to that, be. <laughs> yeah that, that podcast was a. Uh, I don't even know if it had any listeners, honestly. Um, I think you guys are the only ones I've met that, other than myself, that's really hurting, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, it was still hey, out I'm, there. It was still out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out because he claims that he, uh, there's one thing he claimed about the whole situation that uh, he said he never made, sold me the copies of the, of a thumb drive. He said the thumb drive he sold me was actually just came out of the locker like as is, and he sold it to me that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you uh, when you run when you look at the images on it, it has his apartment as the GPS location on the pictures attached to it. Then you've got the text messages, and then it, even uh, yeah, in the text messages, he even talking about how he bought the USB and put everything in folders for me and took pictures of the front and back, you know, so. He can, he's really trying to play this angle that he did not sell any copies or nothing whatsoever. Yeah, and if you listen and, to uh, the podcast, we've already talked about the podcast on this show before. His story hmm. doesn't really line up with what's been put out there already. Yeah, he's... He, I mean, the guy was all right at first when I met him, but he just... Uh, I don't know. He he. I remember he kept texting me after I bought the stuff, trying to sell me more stuff. And uh, you know, he even claimed that he was getting more material from uh from Zutat at one point. That's what he was saying. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I don't know, man. Dude, uh, he made some. Uh, he sent me some texts. Uh, uh, some threatening texts at one point after his number got out there. And uh, so I haven't really spoken to him since. Since he sent those, uh, since he sent the threatening text, and after he saw that I got banned from the shows, he uh, he was trying to troll me a little bit. Yeah, and um, you know, just made a, I don't know, just he, he's just mad that uh, he said he says he had like five hundred people call him already wanting to buy this material. I don't know what the deal is, but 
Um, but I did buy it from them, so and I know at least one other person that did. Right, right. Uh, Chris, do you have anything further you want to ask that I haven't thought of yet about this? Uh, you pretty much like hit the nail on the head with what I wanted to ask too. Like you, you covered it all, Dustin. So I mean, like, I'm not deal. Go. <laughs> all right, yeah. good. Now let's stop beating that dead horse and let's move forward. Uh, yeah. let's, let's talk. Let's have some fun for a little while, man. We still got a good a l- little bit of extra time here. Uh, let me ask you something, man. When when did you you know I've I've said before on the show that. Uh, I got into GNR as hard as I am now after going with you to Atlanta the first time. Yep. When was your first experience of going to see GNR? What got what got it rolling for you? Uh, it actually started with an ass fucking, believe it or not. Uh, oh my god! Uh, what I mean? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> well, no, it was that. <laughs> no, it was actually. Um, no, the way <laughs> I felt like it was because. <laughs> well. <laughs> all right, listen. All right, so, all right, back in. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> all right, there you have it, folks. Right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> all right, and that's the cliffhanger, you know. <laughs> all right, so, all right, so back in a two thousand and I forgot what fucking year. Hold up, all right, two thousand and two. I had tickets to see um, guns in a. Biloxi, Mississippi, and uh, and I want to say Charlotte, North Carolina. I believe it was. There was a. It wasn't a whole lot of dates, but uh, you know, then the whole Philadelphia incident happened, and uh, like a week before their shows, it was canceled. But you know, but leading up to this point, like I was always like obsessed with this band. You know, since like I don't know, right around Terminator. You know, that's a because I was born in '86, so. Yeah, I couldn't really get into the early stuff right at an early age, really. So, but uh, I didn't get to see them in the '90s at all. So, whenever uh, I saw the Bloxy and the and that North Carolina date, I believe it was Charlotte. I I want to have to go look on that. But you know, those shows got canceled a week before, and I did not get to see them. So in 2006, well, they're coming back. They do. They got another U.S. tour, and. I had tickets to go see them in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, it was like a week before that show. Uh, that show got canceled. It Damn. was like that one and one other show got canceled. So, you know, I got so that's where I'm talking about being fucked really hard with this man because I <laughs> I haven't been able to see them. So when the album finally dropped, I'm thinking like, well, they're not going to cancel these shows, you know, when their next shows they do, they're not going to cancel it because they're going to really try to push this album. So, and then, you know, 2009, there wasn't really a whole lot going on until the end. And then 2010, they did that little Canada tour. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I actually drove up to Canada with, uh, with my wife and I had another friend that went and we went to Hamilton and London Ontario for January 24th and January 25th of 2010. And that they played, uh, actually did a little asshole song on the piano. And he also, um, they also played twice at, uh, believe it was Hamilton. So those were pretty cool shows. Nice. And that was the first time I really got to meet Ron. So yeah, that was my first experience. Yeah. Now Ron made all of these shows for us. 
I will say. He he really went above and beyond. And I'm sure he would have done this for anybody. But when we were going to all these shows, part of the fun was up there and interacting with Buckethead because he or Buckethead fucking Bumblefoot because he he recognized us and he would play with us from time to time. Tell you what, another cool story that I enjoyed. Um, it was the can. You remember that one? <laughs> so, let like, let me defend so myself. Go ahead. Let me defend myself on this. Well, I got to hear this. Okay, so about every two or three years, ever since this has happened, every couple of years, I'll be scrolling along Facebook and I'll get a notification, and somebody will have tagged me. And it's always just a few people that know the joke, but will have tagged me in a picture of a monster can sitting on the ground. That, and it's the picture that I shared because we were in Atlanta, Georgia. And we brought probably four or five monster energies with us to keep us through the day and a few bottles of water. And homeless people kept coming by while we weren't looking and they would steal our drinks like you'd set it down on the steps for just a second. And the next thing you know, you look and you, and, and, and you go to reach for it and it wasn't there. And there was always the same three dudes that would always be walking by drinking it as, as they were leaving. And I guess they yeah. were homeless. They could have just been fucking crazy. No, they were, no these guys were definitely homeless. And, uh, and these monster, these were like the king size monster cans too. Yeah, the big I mean, ones. these were... Yeah, the ones the last. So uh, we're like, yeah, we're like in Atlanta at uh, I don't remember which one it was, but we were in Atlanta. I think at 2012 up close show. It was the one and, that we didn't have tickets to, and we won tickets out the radio while we were waiting in line. Yeah, we we made a terrace video <laughs> and won tickets. <laughs> the question. <laughs> We, we, this guy had posted a, a contest for tickets to Guns N' Roses in Atlanta, and he wanted a, you to make a video explaining why you should win. So, <laughs> Rig and I took his little puppy, Rocket, who was the cutest little dog you ever seen, and we dressed up like terrorists. And we made, <laughs> and we made a video, like one of those Al-Qaeda videos that was coming out a lot in the early 2000s. Talking like if we didn't win these Guns N' Roses tickets, we was gonna kill this puppy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we got the tickets. All right, we got the tickets. <laughs> yeah, so. we got the tickets. <laughs> you know, this dog's Probably life was. Thought you were serious, like shit. <laughs> well, it was very intimidating. <laughs> but you know, so like during all the excitement, you know, we got the tickets. We're going to the show. We're waiting in line all day. You know, we're still getting pissed off with these. uh these homeless people stealing our drinks, and I had to piss. Like you wouldn't believe, I couldn't even move. I had to piss so bad. <laughs> so, so, so I, I'm I'm so, sorry. I, I'm putting myself back in the memory now. <laughs> so, so I had to have like some. I had to go stand like you know, kind of angled with the car. I had to open the door and I had to. You, know, you had me myself. guarding you. You had me standing, yeah. but standing in front of you so that nobody could see. <laughs> Now, is that now when I say oh, I piss in the can, it's one of those twist off ones, those big monster twist off ones. So yeah, you, know, you don't have to worry about cuts or nothing. So <laughs> man, I filled that, I filled that can all the way up. And then I peed in some, it. 
Yeah, I, I still <laughs> had some to spare. I twisted the top on it. This can was like steaming hot. I, I remember because because the son bitch hands it to me. <laughs> he hands yeah, it to me and it's mind. like burning my hand and I'm like gross. I don't fucking want this. <laughs> so uh, you know, we went into the show. Uh, so whoever had an encounter with that drink, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. So what we ended up doing with it was the step. The, the there was like an up. What do you call it? Like I guess where you would like an armrest or something by the stairs. Like a. Like, it, it had those brick steps with like the arm rail or whatever, and the arm rail's where we'd been sitting there drinks all day. So we just left that can right there where all the other cans they'd stolen all day was. <laughs> been... Yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. We. Yeah, we always have uh, some kind of fun with uh, with some kind of homeless people or something. At uh, there's always something with homeless people at these they shows. They always wanted to beat us up. I don't know what the hell. Like we weren't doing anything. We never started it. That yeah, was I point. got into uh, yeah, I got into it with with another homeless man in Atlanta in 2011 at uh, outside the Phillips Arena. And because <laughs> I used to have a tape of this, but I don't know whatever happened to it. Yeah, so me and this. Uh, you know, we're in line, we're excited for the show, and uh, it was actually, you know, we're just sitting there waiting in line, and this homeless guy comes and brings a bunch of roses that he just picked, like, a few feet in front of us. <laughs> so he's trying to sell them, and this lady gives him a dollar, and then he's telling her, hey, open that back up, give me one of those files in there. And then I I got pissed, so I went off on him about it, and then we had an exchange of words, and then <laughs> next thing I know, uh, this guy's proposing to uh, suck my dick in front of everyone. <laughs> there, what's, what's funny is the way it went down is just because, like I said, I had I used to have this on YouTube, and I had to delete my old YouTube channel because the terrorist video got me in trouble at work, <laughs> and so I had to delete my whole YouTube channel, and that video was on it at the time, but. There, you you see them arguing back and forth like motherfucker, I'll whoop you up, motherfucker, you know, and they just they just shit talking back and forth, and then all of a sudden the dude goes, "I'll suck your dick," and then Rick goes, "What? What? what, what? <laughs> and then he goes, I'm like, you oh, win. "Okay, I thought we were gonna fight, but whatever." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, oh, there's all, you, you always want to get something interesting in Atlanta. That's for sure. <laughs> but, you know, man, we, we, we're sitting over here. We're having a great time reminiscing about some of the good times. But there's one show in particular that stands out in my mind above all you others. About, you talk about the finger? What? What? <laughs> why are you talking about the one? Why are you talking about where we that 24-hour prostate exam uh, clinic that we stopped at? <laughs> no, not that one. I wasn't ready to tell that yet. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. There's no such thing as a $10 massage. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, seriously, though. We got we to gotta change the tone a little bit because I want to talk about this because I know nobody's <laughs> talked to you about it yet, and only a few people know about it, and it's such a damn good story. Because everybody ended up coming out alive, almost. So, Rick here is one of the few people in life that can say he's literally lived two lifetimes. Uh, simply because uh, we went to uh, Chicago, Illinois. 
And uh, there was, do you remember this? There was a pay-per-view that night. 2013, yep. House of Blues. Yeah. Now, that pay-per-view has gone off of YouTube, and I constantly say on the on this show, if anybody out there has a copy of this show, it's important to me, and I would love to have it, uh, if anybody out there has a copy of it. But this is part of why. So, we go to the show. Uh... You know what? I think we should hear it from Rick's perspective. I think this would be better. I'll tell I'll tell it up to the moment. And you kind of tell me, you chime in and tell me tell me what was going on like where from your perspective. So all we, right. we stood in line all day. We had uh it was right before uh it was one of the last ones before they started the VIP thing to where we didn't have to stand in line all day. Oh, no, no, wait. You tell them when you say stay in the line what were the conditions of these lines that we were standing in? Well, first it was like snowing. It was snowing outside. And then they let us in the building because uh, they had like a restaurant there. And the uh, and they let us in to stand inside because there wasn't but like three. At the time, there was three of us. There would be more after the restaurant opened. But at the time, there was only three of us. So they let us inside. Now, while we're inside, we're standing in line waiting to get in. It's this little tiny area, and it goes from being, oh, God, I don't know how damn cold, but it was snowing that day and uh, and everything, to being, like, fucking hotter than chicken shit. I know that damn much. And And, and we, being young and stupid... The only thing we had to drink all day was one Mountain Dew somebody gave us that me and Rick split between the two of us. <laughs> and the only reason why is because we didn't want to get out alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, we would never get that spot back. We were the first ones in the door. <laughs> and we had earned that. We'd been there all day. And... um. So we, uh, uh, oh, oh, this was the night where the, so the security guard, the security guard comes out right before they open the doors and he's like, okay, everybody, we're going to not allow any flash photography. If you have a camera, you need to take it back to your car. If you, and we do not allow any slash shirts. If you are wearing a slash shirt, you may take it off and turn it inside out. And then he says, and no top hats. And then he looks at me, and which at the, which that night I was wearing a cowboy hat for some fucking reason, just being an idiot. <laughs> and, uh, and then he looks and he gets on the microphone, on his, uh, on his, uh, things like, uh, what about cowboy hats? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, okay, cowboy hats are okay. Cosplay. So then he goes, so yeah, that's the only rules. No flash photography, no slash shirts. No slash, no flash. And then you see it click in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> like he just realized he rhymed something, like this was the greatest thing he'd ever done. And then he starts, yeah. no slash, no flash, no slash, no flash. Yeah, he was he was pretty proud of that moment. It was, uh... <laughs> just about. You know, it was crazy. It was funny, though, man. I, got, I always remember that, too, like... When I go to when I went to these shows, you know, it was like, oh, think back to Chicago, like where you see all these people wearing slash shirts for weeks now, you know. But yeah. back in like 2012, there's no way you could get away with that at a show. Nope, your ass would have got sent right back out the door. Yeah, no doubt. 
But yeah, that show right there. Once they let us in, it was. Uh, I mean, it was. It was extremely. It was like a, it was hot. I mean, I was burning up, and uh, with all the excitement, driving all night to get there, and then uh, or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, we were. Uh, I remember just. I remember just feeling like you know, not feeling like too good, you know, about halfway through the show. But I'm like, well, I'll worry about that after the show, you know. Just try to enjoy it. And then uh, night train came on. And, I remember this. And then we all got really excited. Everybody's just jumping up and down, just having a good time. And then now, th- come see, back I up. looked over at Rick, and I thought he was just tired. So I kind of put my arms around, like put my arm around him, and you know, like encouraged him to jump up and down, which I would later regret. Yeah, we were, and then uh, you know, just getting into it. Then they came back out for an encore, and it was there in Madagascar. Um, I just, uh, I mean, it was just the best way to describe it. it was a numb feeling, and uh, the security guard was just staring at me, looking at me. He's like, "You okay?" And then at that point, I'm just, I'm gone. I don't even know. Uh, it's like it's like a film strip, man. It's like you cut out the, you cut out a big chunk right there. Yeah. Spice it together. My next, uh, my next images are me just like uh, gasping for air back in some room. So here's what happened on my end. I'm standing beside Rick, and Madagascar starts. I know he's not feeling good. I'm kind of looking at the stage, and we had a, a third so-called friend with us, who I'm still pissed off at, and uh, so. I think I was saying something to him, and then I look over to say something to Rick, and I see Rick being carried away by these group of security guards, and it ain't like he's being thrown out. No, he is, his, is, his, there's no life in this body. Like, it looked like a rag doll dressed as Rick being carried away. So I freaked the fuck out. I had a sign that night. I had, I had my cowboy hat. I lost my cowboy hat on the way, oh, <laughs> on the way through the uh, through the crowd. I never did get that back. And uh, uh, and to be honest, like just right now with mentioning the cowboy hat, this is the first I've thought of that. <laughs> like I just realized, like while we're telling the story, where I lost that hat now. <laughs> so. Uh, I go back, and I knew that if I said he was my friend, they wouldn't tell me that. So I said he was my brother. And I was like, no, dude, they took my brother in that room. And then this lady in white comes up to me, and she's just reassuring me. Like, she's very calm and very being very sweet. Like, everything's okay. We've got it all under the control. Got what under control? <laughs> and then she's she's like, no, he's he's fine. He's just in here. We're just we're just uh, we're getting him some water. Everything's. Gonna... I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and come to find out, they got him back there, and uh, we found this out uh, later because they came and talked to me at the hospital uh, or at the ambulance because uh, they still thought I was his brother. Rick had died. Oh. Holy shit. Rick had died, and while that lady was... Tra- she was trying to keep me calm because she thought I was his brother. And, uh... Which, if that would have worked out, your mama would have... Because me and Rick were born, like, 
was it six days apart? Yeah, something crazy, man. Yeah. Mama must have been working hard. (laughs) (laughs) Them energy drinks before they banned Four Loco. Um, (laughs) But, but, um, so anyway, uh, they finally let me in, and Rick's laying on the floor white as a ghost, and they hadn't told me he died yet. But, uh, Rick, continue from there. Uh, it's uh like seriously the only thing that like i can remember was just gasping for air and then they uh and they're trying to like hold me down a little bit you know and then uh i remember everybody's hands being on me and i'm like i didn't know what's happening then they sound know i'm like literally like just laying in the back of a uh, ambulance let me and, tell uh, you what this fucker said when i came in there and he looked at me the first thing he, he looks around and goes are they going to take us back to the stage <laughs> but you know, you know yeah like but you know but that story ended up being a, ended up having a pretty good ending though to it because afterwards uh i mean it was i don't even think we really we didn't even properly sleep that night dude i uh, slept at the hospital the only time yeah. the only time you and me got separated was for a little while and uh i was in the hospital and all the doctors were surrounding you and I kind of turned away because I could tell they were about to gown him. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the doctor says, why don't you step out over here while he gets dressed? And I said, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Man, I don't <laughs> remember getting gowned, man. <laughs> the violated. Well, all I remember, the, the, I, I know a lot of the fans at the show uh, came to the hospital. And a lot of people were there to the point that they... Uh, came and pulled me out of the room and was like man there's a lot of people here uh asking about your brother (laughs) and i said okay what you want me to do about it and i guess they they kind they they told me and i don't remember exactly what they said but in a nice way to get rid of them because they were all in the (laughs) in the waiting room waiting on us to come out because they didn't know how bad it was and uh, I don't think we've ever actually told this story about how bad it was. But, uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, we brought the guy that we rode up there with so we could make a plan to get back home. Like they said, he could have two visitors. And so I was like, I ain't going to say his name on here, but I brought him in there. And then we kind of made a plan to for what we were going to do because we had a hotel and everything. We had a Hilton, a goddamn Hilton, and we didn't Ooh. even get to stay in. Well, yeah. that, that shit always happens to me, man. I, I get a nice hotel and I never even get to see it. Uh, no, but the, the, the now, off every time. now the one hotel that we got where we found the uh, the crack pipe in the syringe, of course we got to sleep in that one all fucking night long, <laughs> but not the damn Hilton. Uh, <laughs> that's another story for another time. But... uh so we got we got our plan together, and then uh, I I don't know if anybody else came back there, but uh, Rick gave me his phone number and told me to give his phone number to uh, to the people that were there, and he would talk to him later. And so I just said he's 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 okay. He just he's I mean he's had a bad night, and uh, the doctor said he shouldn't be seeing a whole lot of people and get too, you know, too excited right now because they're still figuring out what happened. You know, I don't remember what I messed up. The way I worded it was, Rick ain't coming out. Y- y'all need to leave. But, 
but here's how you get in touch with him and cuz uh that that really shows how good the community this community the potential it has of being good people there are good people in this community that people left the concert concerned mm-hmm. about you know that show uh, I actually met a lot of uh people at that show that uh to this day I'm actually still friends with man so it's pretty cool you know that that yeah. Chicago show was probably one of my favorite ones just because it's just the whole experience all together it was just pretty it was a lot of fun you know and that uh and his first uh and our first Vegas res- residency was uh probably like an epic moment because me and Dustin took over the whole uh, big screens on uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, we like uh, they didn't do it the second night because we were there for the last two shows, <laughs> and then so like the first of the last shows, they had this thing where you could send your pictures to show us how much fun you've been having it here at the uh, Hard Rock or whatever. So me and Dustin, we took all these retarded pictures all, all day long. You know, just we had a Gundam style picture on in the elevator. Uh, we got pictures with better that we post, and they put all these pictures up on this big screen. And then you can add you can add messages at the bottom. You know, like it said, uh, you know, so, and I'm and I say, hey, this is Rick. Can someone bring me a beer, please? I'm up here in the front. You know, I just write <laughs> stupid shit like that. I know? remember they, just, they 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 retired from us for a little while and started showing other people's pictures. And then at the crawl at the bottom, you could see the messages people were texting to them. And uh, at the crawl at the bottom, it said, uh, "We want to see more pictures of Rick and Dustin." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we're just uh, so they started putting us back in rotation. But the next night, they had no pictures up there at all. Yeah. No pictures. <laughs> you can't do that. Do you remember the security guard that got into got into it with me that night? Oh yeah, because you because uh, you uh, he got pissed off because you ran, and uh, you were running to the rail that you waited out in line all day for to get against, and he was mad at you because you ran too fast, right? That was the next night. That was him being a dick because uh, of how he got owned uh, the first night with the sign. I had a sign for Tommy Stenson that said, "What's your motivation?" and I hit it in the back of my pants all night long until that song played and then I pulled it out and held it up. And then he raised hell and he snatched my sign away and then Bumblefoot came over and uh, said, give him back his sign. So the guy gave me back the sign and I held it up again and he started like yelling at me and swatting at it and everything else. So Bumblefoot came over, took the sign out of my hand and ran across the stage behind Tommy during his solo holding up the What's Your Motivation sign. I remember that. That was uh, that was awesome too, man. That, that security, he was just, uh, he felt he had a, I don't even think he, dude even had a badge or anything, man. He just... <laughs> I mean, he has a little bit of a. He feels he has a little bit of power in it, and tries to kick everyone out he can with it. But um, no, but that uh, that Nashville show in a uh, 2011. You remember that was the Civil War show? Do you remember? Do you remember that show? Did you go to that one? I don't know. Was it the the one where? Uh, Trying to think, like, uh, my, did you go to the one that my brother went with us to? Okay, no. If if okay, if, I'm not gonna say his name. If if, if he was there, I, I didn't. Yeah. Well, because at that show right there, man, there um uh, there was this uh, there was this guy in the front, and uh, he took his he reached in his pants when Guns N' Roses came on. Okay, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? You know, like he's reaching in his pants, 
He throws a pair of boxers on stage at Axel. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, next thing I know, man, like I'm sitting there laughing the whole time, thinking this is like amazing, you know. And the security's <laughs> over here, they're over there trying to get the guy out. They said we saw you throw something on there, and I'm like, no, that wasn't him. That was the guy over here. And they're like, it wasn't him. And I'm like, and then the guy, that's the other security guard, is like, no, I saw him do it. And I'm like, dude, it wasn't him. It was this guy back, or some other guy back here. So. Everybody else was just was kind of like looking behind now, trying. Who's throwing? Who's throwing boxers at Axel? I believe the first bras. Dude, it was straight up, man. Like, which to be honest, that too is gross. Because girls, I have learned since being married, don't wash those like they should. (laughs) Turns out, the thing you find out about girls when you get married, Caputo, is girls are gross. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Capcoolies uh, It turns out our first instinct were, Was right We're <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, Mario. laughs> real Well But like All the shows right there man There's like uh, There was something special about all the shows That we ended up going to Because there's something funny Always ends up happening with them You know And uh And I remember um, What was it um we stood outside of Kansas City in 2011. All, you remember, we were waiting outside. You know, it's just, it was only me and you waiting out there, too, because Axel's bus was still there, and we were trying to, you know, trying to get a picture or something, you know? Well, I guess it was, you see this lady come in and bring in some dog, walking the dog, and she's nice, and she waves at us, and we're just like, okay. She walks back, and you see Axel walk out, and then he just, he has a big fur coat on, doesn't even acknowledge any fans at all. Just looks, and then just drops right past us. Oh yeah, that was when uh, that was uh, that was when uh, we were standing. It was just you and me, and we were standing in the snow, hoping to <laughs> yeah. hoping to get to meet Axel because we found the back door. <laughs> oh, and then man. Uh, and then uh, we go out there and we we'll wait all. Uh, I mean, we wait all that time to meet him. He doesn't. It's like we don't get to meet him. Then, like in Chicago, because we were at the hospital, he came out and he signed autographs in Chicago outside the venue. So, he, I mean, he does. <sighs> as, it was a hit or miss with that son of a gun. But, <laughs> I know. But I mean, it was it was a lot of fun stuff with that man and uh, messing with those um messing with those homeless people though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we're not abusing them. So I came up with this good idea though for them now. Um, oh, they kept asking me for money, so I had my wife. She made me a bunch of sausage balls, <laughs> and then I would go. I think it was at a Nashville show I went to. So when every time they come up and ask for uh, money or something, you know, to go get something to eat, I'm like, here. I just gave them. She gave them my. My wife sent me a ton of snacks too, so I just kind of gave all those out, you know. <laughs> and she can and cook like, too, so they—that's the best thing. Is I'm going to tell you, I've had your wife's food before, and she's a damn good cook. Is there anything like? Is there anything in particular that you want to like? One more? Is there anything else you want to discuss at all? Because I, because I'm looking, I'm, I'm actually got to get in about 15 minutes. Ah, this is where the adulthood comes into play because <laughs> I got it. I have to go. To, my bedtime is 7:30, and, yeah. and it's seven o'clock now. So oh, it's like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I get up at two something in the morning. It's so uh, good. Um, no man. Um, so anyway, man, you just if you want to just, you just I mean, end it wherever you know, and then um, and then you guys ever need someone to talk more stories with later on, you know, 
Be happy that, to do it again later. That's fine, man. We'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up right now. We're still gonna uh we're still got we've still got a song to review, like we've still got a whole show, a half of the show yeah. to go, but ah. Rick, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for doing the bonus. I've had a blast sitting here bullshitting with you and just talking about uh old times and things. Uh we didn't get to tell any Dwayne stories. Oh god, that that I've got a bunch. I've got. I, I've I found some more recordings of him too. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, about uh, the angels and demons. And so, yeah, I got, oh, this sounds fucking good. Hey, uh, if you guys ever need a, if you guys ever need a, get one do an X or something. I, I, I can find a, I can find you all the Dwayne material you need. Dustin <laughs> got this shit. <laughs> well, guys, hey man, I appreciate you guys having me on and. Uh, just um, whenever we can do it again one day, guys. And you guys have a good night, all right? Hey, you too. Take care, Rick. Yeah. Thanks again, man. It was Thanks, a blast. Rick. Later, guys. Thank you, man. Bye. Later, brother. Rick Dunsford, everybody. Man, all right. that was fun. Did you have fun, man? I, you did. I'm sorry. I, I felt like... I, fe- I, no. I, I Honestly, for a little while in that, man, I got to be honest, man. I forgot we were doing a podcast. Dude, it's all good, man. It's like you guys, it's like two friends inviting me over and just like sharing great stories and stuff. I'm just absorbing <laughs> everything. It's great. It's, it's cool, man. It's really cool. Like, I, that doesn't matter to me. It's just cool we even got him on here. And yeah. just to hear a lot of the stuff that I know you two guys have gone through. Like, it's it's awesome. So, like, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Rick, again. Like, that was really, it was, it was really funny, man. I had a good time listening to those stories. Yeah, Rick, uh, when you listen to this played back, I'm going to tell you right now, man, it's been too long since we've hung out, and uh, next time I come home, I'll uh, I'll be in touch with you. But, uh, Chris, I think we should mm-hmm. take a, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're not going, to, we're not throwing it to commercial. We're just going to take a mm-hmm. quick break while we're taping, so we can get our thoughts yeah. together, and uh, in just a second here, we're going to check out Prowler. Oh my god, I forgot the name of the goddamn band. Rapid Fire. By Rapid Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he going to get it? Should I correct him? I almost said ready, by Ready to Rumble. Then I was like, no, that was the, the one song everybody actually heard from this record. Yeah, that was EP. You see why I need to break, take a break now and collect my thoughts? We need to get back into into, into podcast mode. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, it's been a great show. Prowler's coming up. Just a moment. I can tell, tell, tell this is a garage band right from the get-go. Yeah, this is a demo, if I've heard one. <laughs> Like a weird turn. <laughs> okay, I don't like the direction that this is going. Yeah, in. I couldn't understand. Like you know, like you're in another world. Can your thing, Chef? Say because like you know, you could be like 
on some crazy shit like fucking or whatever. Then it's like, oh, you can do, you can fight, you can screw, what? You can never get away. I'm just like, okay. Well, the name of the song is Prowler. So. Yeah, but like, come on, don't give me, I know it's 83, but like, don't get, don't be a fucking rapist. Oh, dear Lord. Here we go. Well, let's get back into it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God damn. Some the power. Okay, so in case you don't understand, folks, let's go through these lyrics just one more time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can fight, you can scream, you can never get away. My eyes see through anything, any day or night. I can see you in the night. There's nowhere to go. Give it up, your mind tonight, because I'm the prowler. <laughs> and you, you can't escape. There's no way out. Nothing left to say. We're a minute and 30, 13 seconds into this three minute and 31 second song, and this is raping Jeez. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say November Rain is like doesn't sound as rapist. When you really think about it, is this the chick from, is this how he met the chick from November Rain? Oh my god, who knows? This is just like oh wow. <laughs> I'm We're gonna talking tell like Yeah. Like pre rasp axle. It sounds like an old man with a freaking cigarette addiction. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what it reminds me of at the end of the song. We're going to listen to one more song before it goes, before the end of the okay. night. All right, here goes. Back in. We do not condone these lyrics. You can hide. Okay. Oh, God. That sinister as fuck laugh at the end. What the fuck? You can run, and you can hide, and you can put your fear aside. This is just like, oh, God. Okay, this was seeing the axle screen. That hurt better. Yeah, true. guitar solo <laughs> wait I love how it goes into the Stevie Ray Vaughan-esque guitar solo after he's talking about he's yeah. gonna chase her down and rape her and shit what the fuck <laughs> I can see you in the night there's no way 
All right. Well, that's over. Uh, yeah, thank God. What the fuck? Good Lord. You talk about a fucking rape anthem. It. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Before we get 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 into uh reviews uh i want or actually let's let's review the song what do you rate it i'm gonna give it i'll go first this time i think i don't remember how we did it last time yeah i'll let you go first this one oh man what's the lowest i think i'm gonna give this oh man this this could be one we could our first minus star reading if we really want to go that way Man, you know how pissed off we're going to make some people if we give it negative stars. No, I'm this g- is Axel before like the greatness. Okay, this is like this is shit. I understand Axel would go on to become Axel fucking Rose. Yeah, this is not the man that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. And this is a horribly written song, horribly composed. <laughs> like it, it sounds like you know, like have you ever been like hanging out at the grocery store walking to your car and then somebody mm. comes up and gives you their demo tape yeah or like someone's like <laughs> dropping their mixtape in a mcdonald's happy meal or something yeah and it's always <laughs> like some local band that's always really bad yeah <laughs> like that is what i <laughs> think insane. of when i heard this song <laughs> minus the rape lyrics uh, <laughs> yeah that would not fly oh my god that was rough and dude, you know how hard we worked to get these rapid fire songs, like how bad we wanted these, <laughs> and somebody finally yeah. sent them to us. Uh, yeah. Jesus. No stars. I can't do it. I can't give it anything in good conscience. Oh man. Oh. Zero. It You're gets nice. zero stars from me. <laughs> I'm trying to still think of a rating because I'm just like. Like, there's like nothing I can find redeemable like, about it. I mean, you know what I mean? If there was something, like, if it had a kick-ass guitar solo, the guitar solo was kind of lame. It, uh, the, the, the the rhythm guitar was pretty lame. The yeah. the lyrics were fucking terrifying. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and not like, in a good yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, the only redeeming quality of the song was, like, the first, like, 30 seconds and then Axel starts singing about raping a chick and being a power <laughs> no. and then yeah so I'm, I'm you know what I'm fuck it I don't even care I'm gonna give this a minus 2 out of 5 alright there you go ladies and gentlemen our very first negative this is our worst reviewed song and here we were all worried about my world oh we, we already know what ring that's gonna get I'm not gonna say it yet but <laughs> I you don't know, know you fucking know uh, this fucking made my world look like fucking Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is what Jeez. it makes me think of. Have you ever heard of Foggy Windows by Unknown Henson? Uh, I have not. It's... Tonight, but it's cold here outside. Oh, I think so. That's what it's making me think of. 
the whole song is about that song uh let's see if it's got the it doesn't tell the lyrics in this video but uh there's this line about uh don't call the police no need in trying i already cut your telephone line <laughs> like that's what that made me think of as a more serious version of foggy wenders by unknown henson and that song mm -hmm. is called foggy wenders not windows he says wenders <laughs> but like that's 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 different though because like that's it, it's got some vein of comedy to it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like good lord jesus that was that was rough <laughs> Dude, this was fucking rough. Hopefully, get something better next week. Well, yeah, let's find out. Yeah, it's been the wheel. Yeah, we'll call it. <laughs> I think we deserve it at this point. Yeah. I need a shower. <laughs> I, I think I need to wash my eyes with soap. <laughs> or, like, oh. laundry detergent. Pour bleach in my ears. Dead horse. Ah! The gods have smiled upon us, ladies and gentlemen. This is our reward for uh, for this getting through this tonight. Is next week we get to listen to Dead Horse. Nice. Finally, a fucking GNR song. I know, dude. This is. Is this the first one of the year? We've talked about this, and I can't remember. No, Attitude. No, we did Attitude. This is the second one, and it's been, like, fuck, almost two months. Nice. Probably by the time this airs, it's going to be at least two months. Yeah, well, this is airing in March, so... Mm. Well, folks, uh, we hope you enjoyed your bonus show. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, you don't have to wait very long. I think we're going to run this on a... Wednesday, you think? Or Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, we said Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Probably Wednesday, because I'm going to want to get this out pretty quick, because this was yeah. a good episode. Uh, man, thank you guys for checking out our show. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for getting us to 100 Twitter followers. You can get us to 100 Instagram followers, and we'll do one more of these. And uh, I know we want to get... Oh, we got to get 200 Instagram followers. Yeah, we're like 40 that. away right now. So. Oh, shit. Our future is uh, it's coming then. Mm -hmm. But uh, we want to thank you guys. Definitely thank Rick for coming on on such short notice because uh, he didn't even know he was the mystery guest. So, <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a plan. There was a backup plan, but it was not needed. It wouldn't have been near as good. Yeah. <laughs> and to those asking, no, it wasn't Axel. I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, we cut Axel Rose off to have Rick Dunsford on. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we were we won in the end, anyways. <laughs> we had you a much better conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks to Rick for coming on. Uh, this episode's flown by, and it's pretty long right now. It's just oh, a... Yeah normal day but uh well you ready to go home chris are we gonna do an extra tonight you want to yeah let's go ahead and wrap up the dirt
Yeah, so let's do it. Join us on GunsAndRadio.com. We're going to finish up the dirt on GN Extra. Don't want to miss that. Damn straight. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Peace.